0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: Foundations.
0: If you just poke somebody's eye out, you just go your merry way, and you're still stuck being a slave with one eye. Mm. What God was saying was, no, 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 no. You mistreat somebody like that, you give them their freedom. You give them their life. Because life in Judaism is the absolute pinnacle that is so
1: sacred. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our previous program, we talked about the significance of the book of Leviticus. Now, of course, it can be rather dry, and we can sometimes think that it's ancient history and doesn't apply to us, but it can be quite significant, and we're exploring and digging into the real treasure on Mount Sinai, which is where, of course, the book of Leviticus, all the laws were given.
0: To our mind, in our Western mind, the, the whole book of Leviticus, the rules, the rituals, all of the sacrifices, and oh, we kind of go, that is just so far removed mm. from our understanding and psyche. We kind of go, really? Seriously? That's all? It's pointless. But in that ancient culture, all cultures had their own religious traditions where they had their own rules and rituals and laws mm. and sacrifices, for example, was not something that was unheard of or unthought of in that day and age. In fact, in Hindu and Buddhist cultures today, sacrifices still take place, whether it be of food or even animals. Okay, That still takes place today. in a lot of tribal uh, communities that are very primitive and, and remote, they too have sacrificial-type systems. So it's only weird to our mind. It's not weird to to the ancient mind. However, what was really unique about the sacrificial or the uh, the rules, the law given to Israel, was that it was so radically different to the other moral and ethical law codes that were from other cultures and around about. In this way, in particular, it was an equal opportunity law. Mm. Okay, we mentioned briefly in in our last program. There was no distinction in the law that God gave to his people with regard to people who had high position, whether it be the king, whether it be nobles, whether it be the priesthood or whether it be a peasant. The law was applied to all people, no matter who they were or their station in life. And we kind of sort of ended it. With the verse in Exodus 21 and verses 24 and 25, where it says "an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise," and that kind of leaves you thinking that let's just say somebody pokes an- another person's eye out, that then the the poker should no the pokee <laughs> should then poke the eye out of the poker. Uh-huh. Um, and you kind of think, well, that's what God was saying. But it, that was an idiom because if you keep reading in that particular uh, passage of Exodus 21 and you get to verses 26 and 27, for example, and it says, if a man strikes the eye of his male or female slave and destroys it, he shall let him go free on account of his eye. And if he knocks out a tooth of his male or female slave, he shall let him go free on account of his tooth. So God didn't say if you knock out the eye of mm. your slave, well
1: Let the slave get, have a go out your own eye. Exactly. Yeah.
0: No. That was a, it was like an idiom. He was talking about um the consequence being commensurate yep. with the with the deed. Okay? If you just poke somebody's eye out, you just go your merry way and you're still stuck being a slave with one eye. Mm. What God was saying was, no, 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 no. You mistreat somebody like that, you give them their freedom. You give them their life. Yeah. Because life in Judaism is the absolute pinnacle. It is so sacred. And this was absolutely revolutionary in the ancient world. And it reveals something about how God views all people. I mean, firstly, a slave, according to the Torah, had rights. He was to be treated respectfully, with dignity, he was not to be harmed or abused. Uh, to the point where if if somebody knocked the tooth out of his slave's mouth, he got his freedom. The other thing was that all slaves had to be set free every six years. You know, a Hebrew slave was not only to be given his freedom after uh, after the the indentured time, but he was to go out with his arms full of wealth. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, and then you look at um, the fact that when it came to the Sabbath, in all other cultures, slaves never got a day off. Mm. But in Israel, God said, no, everybody, the animals, everybody. Yep. That even the land the slaves, gets a Sabbath, doesn't it? Even the land yeah. got a rest. So when you look at the law that God gave, it was revolutionary. There was nothing like it in the entire ancient world. Mm. And there's nothing like it, even to this day. Our law system of justice and law and everything else is actually based on that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's where you can see the treasure, I guess, because obviously, you know, comparing that with other cultures where there was just, you know, random rules, there wasn't really any you know, rhyme or reason to it. It was, you know, as you say, not uh, equal. Uh, punishment for a crime. It no, was just, well, you know, if you feel like this or if they're rich or they're poor, all different uh, rules and regulations. Yeah. So that's where the treasure is.
0: Absolutely. But a preferential treatment for depending on how much money you had or your position in society determined at what consequences you got for the same mm. crime that, a, that a, 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 pers- a commoner would have to It was totally different. Not so with God's law. And the other thing too is you get onto the subject of slavery and people have a very wrong understanding of slavery as far as the Bible is concerned. Yes, slavery is in there. But listen, slavery was throughout the entire ancient world and it's still happening today Mm -hmm. in many cultures. The difference is is that in ancient Israel, um, yes, there were slaves, but... It was generally speaking, you've got to understand there was no, nothing like, no such thing as social security in that day and age, yeah. right? And so you, if you suddenly fell in hard times, you couldn't just go down to the local Israeli Centrelink and get your free car and your free, <laughs> you know, your food coupons and your electricity paid and free medical. You couldn't get that. So God had a system in place in the law that said if somebody is uh, is impoverished, when you you know it was the law of gleaning with the crops, don't take everything, leave some for the poor. You know it was that was God's way of saying, and this was not the government instituting it. This was the general public, all making produce available to anybody who was in need. But then if you've got somebody who somehow incurred a debt or somehow they've become impoverished, they could lease their land. But they could, they could never sell it. It had to be returned to them in the Mm. Jubilee year so that the tribes retained their land allotments. But if they were indentured, they, they could, sorry, if they were impoverished, they could indenture themselves and become a slave. But the owner, the slave owner had to cover every cost had to make every provision for his slave. And God said, don't you mistreat the slave or the foreigner. Mm. Remember, you used to be slaves yeah, in Egypt right. and you were treated appallingly. So treat them well. Look after them, the widows and the orphans, the slave, the foreigner. And eventually they get their freedom. That was unheard of yeah. in the uh, in the entire ancient world. But it was so unique and it was so, you know what it did? It showed that the God of Israel was nothing like the gods and goddesses of the cultures around them, that he was unique in that life was sacred, that he was equal in his dealings with everybody, no matter who they were, no matter what sin they'd committed, the consequences were the same. But, but here's the thing, we mentioned this before, about how we have this very almost demeaning view of God's law as though it's a terrible, terrible thing. And in fact, it's a big thing for Christians to say, oh, you've gone back under the law as though the law is a terrible thing. The law is not terrible. The law is holy. I want to emphasize that. But what it does is it reveals to us our condition. And so, and even Paul said, he said, look, I would not have even known what coveting was unless the law told me what coveting was. Mm. Then I realized I was guilty. You know, if you had somebody come and live with you and Morgana and the kids and they had a behavior. Every single day that was really offensive to you, if you didn't tell them that what they were doing was really getting on your goat and it was annoying you and it was offensive and it was causing your children to be concerned with what was going on, they would not know that it was offending you. So when you tell them, then you can, then they go, oh, this actual behaviour is Mm. really, really bad and it's making Robbo and Morgana really upset. It's disturbing their kids. I won't do it anymore. Right? But if they do it, Then you kind of go, well, you know what you're doing now, so Mm. out you go, (laughs) sort of thing. Whereas God revealing the law to us, making it equal opportunity, this is a level playing field. Everybody's the same. But then as he reveals it to us, we go, oh, I'm offending him all the time and I can't stop offending him. This Mm. is ingrained in me. He says, I know. That's why you need me And this is where this. My, I'll finish with this verse It's Galatians 3, 23, 24 I won't read the whole thing But the last line of this verse, the, uh, these verses says Therefore the law has become a tutor To lead us to the Messiah So that we may be justified by faith The point of the law mm. is to tell us We are
1: sinful and we need the Messiah yep. Pointing us in the right direction Yeah, yeah. What that's a great the reminder. treasure, amazing Yeah Well, on our next program, we are going to be looking at the names of God, and one in particular, Elohim. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.